Welcome to episode one of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Uh, I'm Joe Horsmeyer, and to my right, we've got... Krista Brazo. So we are the hosts for today. Uh, Jeff is running the board. Doing a great job, Jeff. You can't hear him, but he's doing a great job. Um, and today we are honored to have our first guest, the main man, Jamie Schmelzer. Did I say that right? You did. Honored is maybe wrong. No, no. <laughs> you pronounced no. my name correctly. <laughs> Good. So, Jamie, you are the... Integrated Marketing Director at kind Johnsonville. Of a, kind of a big deal. Um, we see your emails about the awards that we have won as a Johnsonville company. The, yeah, the, the one I sent yesterday about the fact that we won four con lines. I'm not sure people are fully understanding quite what a big deal that is. When you is. compare it yeah, to the you, other awards that are out there, like the Grammys and the Oscars, I get it. I would encourage really people exciting. to go on that site and to look at the other work from around the world that won these awards. It's pretty, that's awesome. It's pretty astonishing. Okay, like Jeff Pingle, Cole Hansen, and Brent Ashworth won Con Lions is one of the weirdest things I've ever typed in an email. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So yeah, I, that's always crazy to think too that once you started at Johnsonville, I, I was alluding to it during our podcast that we just did, um, talking about why we're doing this. I, I did not think I'd be doing a podcast one day. Again, you know, I thought I was just going to be putting brats in a box. Mm -hmm. But here we are with microphones in our faces. So, I think I so so I love the way that we even found ourselves here today. You guys sent me an email. We're like, hey, we do podcasting as a hobby. Is there something we could do to bring this into the campaign and make it useful for you guys? And um, I think if this ad campaign that we're doing has taught us anything, it's that the best ideas come from the members. So I don't know if this was a good idea yet, but <laughs> <laughs> we will find, we're out. find out. We don't know either. Jamie. Stay tuned. We're going to find out. Uh. But I think it's fun, right? So we're we're a company of sixteen hundred people now. We're in forty three countries, mm -hmm. and um, it's really important for us to know stuff about each other, not just stuff about our jobs and what we do. But the one thing I've learned in doing this ad campaign for the last eighteen months, I've spent a lot of time with a lot of members and. Everybody has these amazing stories and the, these amazing things that they're into that have nothing to do with what they do all day or mm -hmm. with making sausage. And right. so um, it's fun to walk into a meeting and know things about each other that have nothing to do with sausage. It probably makes us better as a team. And yeah. I think the stories are just interesting. So hopefully everybody out there agrees. Yeah. And hopefully we can get a good uh, cross-section of the company to come on this podcast and, and tell their story. So you do get to know the person right next to you. Yeah. So, I think there's a hesitation for some people. Oh, that's not all that interesting. Oh, it's just something I do. But I don't think everybody realizes that that thing that they think is sort of boring on the weekend is really cool and interesting to someone else. For yeah. anybody who's a podcast fan, the human interest stuff is the most interesting yeah. stuff you hear in a podcast. So right. Mm. I don't know. I've, said, I've spent a lot of time sitting around TV sets with these people and... They all have these amazing stories. So That's awesome. It's your yeah. job to pull the interesting out, guys. Oh, yeah. boy. Ooh. No pressure. Yeah. Well, the members are responsible for everything. so that's <laughs> We are. Job. Even for making the podcast. Uh, That's right. Well, so then 
You said 18 months. Have, have you been here 18 months? Yeah, so I started at Johnsonville in November of 2015. Okay. Um, but I had been working with Johnsonville for 10 years, eight years before that. So I was oh. the... I was the group account director at the ad agency before the one we have now. Okay. So the first new business pitch I ever worked on at my old ad agency was for Johnsonville Sausage. And wow. we won, and then I worked on the business for eight years. Hmm. And then Johnsonville fired us. <gasps> um, I know. And called you. <laughs> fired us, hired a new ad agency, and then brought me in-house to work with the new ad nice. agency. Nice. <laughs> so, oh, Johnsonville. Very full circle. <laughs> That's um, cool, though. Yeah. Our, our current agency is, is pretty great, and it's been fun to work with them. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a weird journey. Cool. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, it's Glad great to have, to have you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. so this idea of Made the Johnsonville Way, yeah. is that, I mean, clearly all Johnsonville members have come up with it, but did, that didn't come from in-house, did it? That it no. Okay. Just well, checking. you know what? Actually, it's kind of interesting. So the original idea was based in this, this, this notion that we're a family-owned mm-hmm. independent company, and we can kind of do whatever we want because of that. That mm-hmm. was where kind of the agency's idea started from. And their idea was to let the members make the commercials that they want to make. That mm-hmm. was kind of how we talked about the idea. And then our team said, you know, that's actually a really great idea. And part of the reason that idea is really great is because it's really tied to this idea of the Johnsonville way. And mm-hmm. This idea that the members are responsible for everything that we do. And we can all stop the line if we see something that's out of line. Or um, we can all um, bring ideas to the table and chase them down. Sure. Um, and it's it's so anchored in our culture and who we are and what makes us different that when you sort of combined that with this idea of letting the members make the commercials um, around this idea of Made the Johnsonville Way, it, it sort of landed in a good spot. And a lot of times that's where the best ideas come from, right, is a combination of really great creative minds capturing sort of the core of who you really are. Mm-hmm. We always talk about ourselves as the greatest company in the world that just happens to make sausage. Right, right. Um and I think what you're seeing in that campaign is just how true that is. So that is we also that happen is. to make commercials and podcasts. Right. And is this the first campaign that's brought in that number of awards? If you go and look at the work on that site, there are ads that agencies made for charities for free because they hope that the work will be interesting enough that they can enter it into con. Oh. Agencies are really selective about even what work goes into con. Interesting. Really? Um, I mean, we... we we won the same award that the Nike work that was made in Amsterdam won. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And for the, the fact that this is actual work that ran on television as part of our – that's pretty rare in a lot of these creative award shows. Okay. Um, it's, it's pretty remarkable. That's it's phenomenal. Great. So what did, um, what did the members, you know, who were a part of this, the, the Ashworths? I've only heard from Brett. Oh, okay. Brett, Brett sent me an email. He's like, this is so cool. And I was <laughs> like, no, man. <laughs> you don't understand how big a deal this is. Okay. Um, I've not heard from, from Jeff or Cole yet yeah. on this. And then the other important thing is that uh, to be shortlisted and integrated, that's everything that we did. So from the weather forecast that Stephen Teresa Oh, really? Did, yeah, all the way through Sausage Dome. Anybody who's been a part of this. So think about this. Think about all the commercials you see, right? Mm -hmm. Now think about all of the commercials that run all over the world. Of all of that work, 26 campaigns made the short list, and ours was one of them. Wow. Um, And that that integrated category is everything that we've done. So, I mean, there's hundreds of people who've been a part of this. Yeah, definitely. It's pretty remarkable. That is awesome. That is exciting. Way to go, Jamie. Not me, man. <laughs> Big team effort. I just sit there and say yes. Yeah. And eat snacks at the shoots. <laughs> That's my job. Oh, good. Sounds well, like a good gig. It's awesome gig. It can be.
So, uh, what do you do off the clock? Well, the, the predetermined topic of discussion today yeah. would be the, the work that I do, the very important work that I do uh, <laughs> trying to grow giant pumpkins. I'm so excited about this, those. It's this not is a just, big deal. It's I mean, not just growing giant pumpkins. There's more to this story, right? Trying to grow a giant pumpkin big enough to paddle down Cedar Creek in the Cedarburg <laughs> Pumpkin Regatta. So you're climbing into a giant pumpkin that you grew yourself. <laughs> Wait, let's Correct. break this down. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. What, what is the demographic of people in said competition? Uh, it's a lot of farmers. And, okay. and so I think that I'm at a distinct disadvantage because my lot is like a quarter of an acre. Sure. So I'm kind of trying to grow like an urban pumpkin up against these farmers who have resources and, and acres, fields yes. and yeah, yeah, tilling and equipment. And I'm, you know, I'm picturing a, you in your backyard, <laughs> this huge it, pumpkin, straw hat. like covering it up with a blanket at night. You do have to cover it with a <laughs> Because it gets like sunburned. Singing to it, it you know. Sunburned, really? Yeah, because if the if the rind uh, gets too much sun, it hardens, and then it's hard for the fruit to expand. Wow. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, how much research have you done into it? Is this something you already knew going in? Or? An embarrassing amount of research. So here's how this started. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to know uh, how did how do, do you this. get into the competitive there field? Down. There was a guy that I worked with at the ad agency, mm-hmm. and he had young kids, like I had young kids, and my kids had expressed interest in growing vegetables. And he said, you know, my kids once did that, and then I went online and stumbled upon this cult of people who try to grow these ridiculously <laughs> giant pumpkins. Yeah. He's like, and so I so I tried to grow this thing, and one year it went really great, and we grew a 500-pound pumpkin, and then I carved it with a chainsaw, <laughs> and then took a whole roll of toilet paper and soaked it in kerosene and put it in there and lit it for the candle, and like the flame shot four feet out the top. He's like, Jamie, everything about this is fun. You have oh to try to grow God. a giant pumpkin. So uh, I started that first year. Um, How many years ago was this? This I'm on year, well, uh, this is year six. So I've had five failed attempts at growing a pumpkin large enough. Just to keeps pumpkin coming back. Oh, so you haven't actually gotten yeah. a big enough pumpkin no, to the climb into. The closest I came was two years ago. I grew a 212-pound pumpkin. So how? what are we talking about diameter here? Uh, I could almost fit in it. So I'm yeah. about 6'1". I okay. could almost fit in this pumpkin. And in fact, I called the Cedarburg Pumpkin Regatta people, and these two little old ladies answered the phone. And I was like, hey, is there a minimum weight threshold for getting in the regatta? And they said, well, do you have a giant pumpkin? I was like, well, I got a big pumpkin. I don't know if it's giant. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's going to support my weight in the river, but I'm willing to try. And they were like, we think you should try, like, without, <laughs> without hesitation. They're like snickering to themselves. And then I said, now I have another question, if you'll promise not to call Child Protective Services. And they were like, shh. Sure. <laughs> I said, I have an eight-year-old I know would fit in this pumpkin. And they were like, absolutely not. Wow. Because only. if something happens, sure. you got to get your child, yourself, and your pumpkin out of the river, and there's no way. Um, so no pumpkin left behind either. No pumpkin I mean, clearly the child I don't know is, what happens is, to these pumpkins. I can't wait to find out something. Wow. Oh, so you've actually never really entered. In, you watch in, it, though. You I've seen on, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But wow. I never stuck around to see like what happens Amazing. to the pumpkins when they're done. Um, so, yeah, I've... Uh, it's an odyssey. So when I was at the agency, you know, we build by hours, right? So you charge for the hours that you work. Mm-hmm. And I always said, if you take my raw material costs plus the time I put into this every year, by the end of it, I have like a $30,000 <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> um, I bet you if you don't cut a hole in it and you like put it into a contest, you might win some money. No. The world record is like 2,400 pounds. Oh, my God. They're like the size of your car. 
It's amazing. I've, I've it's a combo of meat of right there. Yeah, I have a is. really important question. Okay. Just saying. How many pounds of pumpkin seeds have you roasted? <laughs> so it's interesting. So it's a rich question. One should not eat anything derived of this pumpkin. Oh, really? Oh, God, no. like, Are they is, like oh, frankenseeds? Is it, this is not Hormonin. an organic situation that <laughs> okay. we're going through. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, good to know. Put it this way. My wife asks questions about runoff into our water. <laughs> Like, are we gonna be okay? Oh, no. uh, I've tried to order fertilizer from Amazon, where they're like, "We're not legally allowed to ship this to your house." Wow. Yeah. So, don't eat anything out of this pumpkin. Okay. And people are always surprised when you grow a pumpkin that big. Uh, there aren't a lot of guts. They're like, "Oh, how oh, much stuff do you?" There's really? almost nothing in them, and huh. you know, you probably get a couple hundred seeds. So, what I will also say is, if I ever get a great one, I will make the seeds available to the members if anybody would like to uh, okay. put their lives at risk. No. Well, no, I mean, just throw it in the ground and see what happens. Oh, huh. I see what you're saying. I don't want anybody not to, to eat. They can grow their own pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. the seed in the ground. Do and not see what cook these seeds. Don't. No, nobody should eat a pie derived from this pumpkin. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. Yeah, so I take it you own stock in Monsanto then? I do not. Because you buy their fertilizer. I do not. Okay, all right. Perhaps wow. I should. Uh, that's amazing. I've never, I mean, I grew up on a farm oh, you did. for a okay. spell. and uh, Maybe you can help me. I don't know about that. Uh, we did yeah. a lot of, you know, uh, cash crop. So sure. crop that people actually eat. Yeah, there's no money in this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> in fact, this year I paid. Are you ready for this? I don't. I know. paid forty-two dollars for two pumpkin seeds this year to get. The Is that like a certain pumpkin seed you need to buy? Correct. So this, this, these pumpkins were from seventeen hundred pound pumpkins that were grown in the state of Wisconsin. So this is a change to my strategy. I'm actually trying seeds that were grown in our state that because they'll be more. Yeah. Viable to our, <laughs> to our yeah. environment, to the climate. How many here? notebooks do you have? <clears throat> I have not. This up. is basic. If you're friends with me on Facebook, it's actually pretty funny because the only thing I post is a pumpkin update every Monday <laughs> during the summer. And then at the end of the year, Facebook like makes your year in review. Yeah. And there's <laughs> like pumpkins. three pictures of my kids and like 22 <laughs> pumpkin things. So how far along are you right now? Yeah. So we are in the early like vine foliage. Okay. So, so I grew... Uh, I started with three plants. Well, I actually started with four plants. And three of them I started in the house. Okay. And then to hedge, I put another seed directly in the ground on Memorial Day weekend. Um, so that one's running about two weeks behind. Be- because sometimes the plants don't respond well to being transplanted. Mm-hmm. Okay. These did. We seem to be doing fine. So we're early in the foliage stage. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um, we lost one plant to wind. Ooh. The wind yeah, got been crazy windy. and just snapped one of the vines straight off. Oh, no. Um, so... We're down to three plants, and what will happen is um, we will narrow down. Once we have two clearly strong plants, we'll rip one out of the ground. Part of this is like playing Darwin. It's great. You gotta like, it's like natural selection, but you get to pick. Wow. Um, so we'll go down to two plants, and the reason you keep two plants is for the uh, cross-pollination. Oh, sure. There's, yeah. there's to be no inbreeding. Um, if you, if you, I have posted a video uh, last year on Facebook of, oh, of what hand pollination looks like. So you have to take a boy flower from one plant mm-hmm. and cross pollinate it with the girl flower from the other plant, mm-hmm. and then tie the petals shut because you don't want bees to bring sure. other substandard things. DNA to the party. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, wow! You got to really lock it off. This is phenomenal. Yeah. I, so um, our producer, Jeff, just slid a very important question Engineer that he wants Jeff? me to ask you. Yes. Yep. If you get a big pumpkin, could you sell the seeds for money? Yes. Okay. Correct. I may recoup some. Someday I may recoup <laughs> some of my investment by selling my seeds for money. Wow. Guys charging $21 a seed. That's 
pretty great. Yeah. And oh. you get a couple hundred out of one fruit. So, But that's not the goal. No, the no, goal no. here is to dress like an idiot and paddle down <laughs> and the river. Who is this sponsor? Is this sponsored by Red Bull or what? It's part I mean, of the Cedarburg Wine and Harvest Festival. Okay. Right. There are two awards that you can win. There's one award for decorating your pumpkin okay. uh, for the regatta. Uh, so what does theme. that entail? Painting All it? kinds of stuff. Paint, streamers, okay. props, when, dragon When heads. does this actually happen? Uh, during the Cedarburg Wine and Harvest Festival, which is like the third week in September. Okay, okay. third week in September. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry on. You, you said there's... The, the yeah, so you awards. can win for decorating. So I'm thinking there's like a Saturday night, like pig roast. Everybody come over and let's decorate this thing. Okay. And then Sunday morning, we throw the pumpkin in the creek. And and you can also win the second prize, which is for being the first one across the finish line. Oh, my God. So I don't Are there I, any like reigning champions? I don't know. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Right. And I don't know what it takes to paddle a pumpkin. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm not assuming that bigger's better. I'm assuming somewhere in here there's an <clears throat> ideal weight. I would think a squat. You'd want something kind of fat rather than tall. Yeah, like a, a wide base, think. you know? Maybe. Hmm. I have to put a pallet under the fruit when it starts growing because if you grow a 600-pound pumpkin, oh, no, how are you getting good. it out of the patch, man? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. So you put it on a pallet. Did you get like a forklift to lift this pallet? Never had to deal with it. Looking forward to crossing that bridge, though. <laughs> Maybe this year. So this person, this friend of yours who got you into this, has he ever raced in no the, he no? just grew a 400 pound pumpkin and lit it on fire <laughs> again very awesome right you're awesome yeah. also, also fun <laughs> yeah i love halloween so this is just like an exciting i'm picturing yeah. like a humongous jack-o'-lantern so wait you're only gonna grow one you're not gonna try and do two so today, okay so we go from year. two plants down to one plant, right and then right. what we usually do is we try to set three or four fruits on the vine okay okay and then you kind of watch them, and at a certain point, you've got to choose one fruit. Huh. And you tear, every, again, playing Darwin, you yeah. tear all the other fruits off, all the other ones that start, all the other, you start pinching off some of the vines. Yeah. Because the goal is to direct all of the energy of the plant to that one fruit. Mm-hmm. And that is also the moment where you switch from high nitrogen fertilizer oh boy. to high <laughs> phosphorus fertilizer. You seem a bit confused there. I got to want to get this right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I know is the fertilizer I'm trying to get has like skull and crossbones as the label. <laughs> so, don't you need like an ID and like if you want to buy fertilizer like that, it's kind of like shady business Krista. sometimes. I'm probably no, on a watch list or two somewhere yes. for like the weird because fertilizer. Because isn't it used for like explosives? <laughs> uh, I think it is. I can assure all these people <laughs> that I'm pouring the content straight <laughs> into the ground. Straight into my own water supply. <laughs> that would be hilarious, though, if oh, the government boy. came knocking on your door and all it was about was this huge pumpkin you have in your backyard. No, sir, you don't understand. It's really, come, <laughs> come back here. you got to check this out. It is sort of a spectacle. Like, So last year, I grew, it was almost 200 pounds, and I put it in the front yard and carve it with a sawzall, and the neighborhood kids come over. Well, that's what I was going to ask, is if you have more than one. I mean, one you could use on the creek, and then the other one you but could just... But there will never be two that get mm. that big, because to get that big, you've got to direct all of the energy to one plant. I mean, keep in mind, I'm doing this in a raised bed, like in the back corner of the I was just going to say, you have mm-hmm. a quarter of an acre, you said? Yeah, the, I mean, I don't have nearly enough room to do this, but I'm going to try. <sighs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> we can get another patch for you. That's maybe like. but i feel like i gotta grow it in my yard <laughs> that's a good point yeah no yeah, like gotta... th- there's a lot of pride there when it know. gets going like i'll come in for work and i'll look at it in the morning and then i'll go to work and i'll come <laughs> home at night with this coffee it will be every morning every morning out there with my coffee check it on the pumpkin hand on hip <laughs> yeah looking good and then that's i'll come home from work at night and it will be noticeably larger Wow, it's amazing. Do you measure it every day? So that's how you actually sort of estimate the weight. You take three measurements, and I have a little table that shows you at 
if the sum total of the inches of the three measurements, this is about how much your pumpkin weighs. So, so you I have like a chart that you update every day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not every day, about once a week. That's great. So I are love you, it. Are you prepared to be known mm-hmm. as Jamie the Pumpkin Man? I Once would, this is released, it would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got to earn that title, right? That's like, a good point. Right but now, I'm a mediocre to poor giant pumpkin grower. <laughs> I'm really interested to see if anyone else out of the 1,600 people that we are going to interview have this pumpkin fascination. Somebody will pop up and be like, oh, yeah, I grow a 1,200-pounder every year. It's no problem. I'll be like, I know that, a guy. That will happen. <laughs> yep. You're going to need to meet up with this guy. The other thing that will happen is I'll – try this for like all these years and then I'll just give a seed to somebody and be like, I don't know, man, I put it in the ground and mine was like 1,800 pounds, no problem. That'll happen as well. So your wife's all right with this? uh, Yeah. In fact, last year... (laughs) So so, yeah, in fact, last year, this might be the sweetest thing she ever did. She's like, honey, if the pumpkin's not big enough to hold you, I will paddle the pumpkin (gasps) down Oh, that's love. That's love. That's love. And also, especially for her, because she's not like super risk taker lately. You know what I mean? Wow. She's willing to climb into a pumpkin and paddle it down a river. I teared up a little bit. Got a little misty. That's pretty amazing. Honey, that's the sweetest thing I've ever done. (laughs) Big deal. Wow. So... Mark Polensky, do you know who that is? I don't. He works over at Global. He's in IT. Okay. Um, we're going to be interviewing him because he has this amazing, like, organically grown homestead on really? his uh, kind of like four acres, but everything they grow is organic, everything from quinoa to their own vegetables, wow. but it's very small and contained just for him and his family. Mm. So maybe we'll have to ask him if he knows anything about pumpkins. He would probably not approve of my methods. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, because be it's all I'm organic. You did throw the O word out there. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I don't. Yeah, he probably would not approve of my methods. But I think you guys are going to find um, Bob Warwick wrestled a bear at the North Dakota County Fair. <laughs> Jonathan Pleitner runs ultra marathons. Yeah, Even Mike, in, we thought of one this morning. Mike Anthony's dad. Mike Anthony's our Central Region sales coach. His dad was like the Michael Jordan of bowling. And Mike oh, Anthony really? is like a borderline professional bowler. <laughs> really? I, he, I think he bowls in tournaments for money. You guys will have to get more information. Wow. But yeah. his dad's like the most famous bowler in the history of the country, I think. Wow. See, I love it. I, we, uh, we have this huge pool of people here that they're already signed up for a podcast. We spent, we spent 30 minutes talking about it, and I think we came up with 50 different stories that we could, we could chase. Amazing. And I hope that when people hear these, they start nominating. They probably won't nominate themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To your point mm-hmm. about people being hesitant, but yes. hopefully they start nominating each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So pimp your friends. <laughs> you got it. Yep. yep. Well, and it's interesting when we were doing the auditions for the music portion that we'll be using in the podcast, we were finding stories just in talking to yeah. some of the people. We're like, that and were your there. name again is. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to be contacting you. I do want to talk about that a little bit because yeah. that do. started as we we went to the ad agency and we said, "Can w- we want to use some of the music that you're using in some of the commercial stuff that we're doing?" Mm-hmm. And then they gave us a price, and we were like, "Well, that's ridiculous." Right. <laughs> right, and then we said there among our sixteen hundred members, we have to have some some musicians. And so I understand, Joe, that you're actually scoring this music. Yep. I did write it. Yes, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't either. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, and I found out Krista's played piano for twenty years. Just has that in her back pocket. So are you throwing it down on that piano at down at? No, down she at won't. Locks. She I'm won't. Not tickling any keys for this. There's endeavor. a piano down at Locks. We can <laughs> just put you right on that. I thing. know. <laughs> by the time we're done, we're gonna have sample some of her music on right. here. I love it. What were the she instruments? She doesn't know that. I heard some of it. There was like a, like oh. a saxophone. A glockenspiel? Okay. I, what we learned in Marcom, there was quite a discussion. We're not sure we've actually ever seen a xylophone because- Is well, there a what, difference? I'm not there sure. There is. A okay. xylophone is made of wood. 
Oh, a glockenspiel right, right. is made of steel. Steel, mm-hmm. okay. So, I think. Yep. Steel. Metal. Metal of some kind. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I'm not sure I've ever seen a xylophone. I think everything I've ever called a xylophone is actually a glockenspiel. Could well, be. now we know. Now we I, know. I do believe the Random Lake High School band has one. And that's where I went to high school. Okay. So A xylophone? Yes. Okay. An actual one. Well, and a xylophone yeah. is like a long. It is. And the glockenspiel, she folded out. Well, like they, they can have, because they have a glockenspiel and oh. the, the xylophone. Blah, blah, blah. They're two blah, crazy blah, blah, blah. words. Yes. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's really exciting though that the music for this podcast that's being made by Johnsonville members is going to be provided by Johnsonville members. It's also made the Johnsonville way. <laughs> sure is. Everything about this, it is. I'm it really is excited. Yeah, amazing. And it's cool to be talking to these members who play and getting uh, their creative minds going and then they're like oh we could do this here or we could do that there yeah they had some great ideas yeah yeah let's keep doing that so there's one thing i will tell you about having worked on this campaign is the members are not short of ideas right it is amazing the stuff that turns up in my email Mm -hmm. including like hey we podcast can we do something (laughs) like that (laughs) Um, yeah well thank you for giving us the chance um this this is amazing this is gonna be fun it already is fun so yeah um but before we yeah, kind of wrap up, was there any other notable things that maybe you wanted to touch on? Um, As it pertains to growing giant pumpkins? No. The growing pumpkins is definitely <laughs> That's my, unique. Li- my little bit of weird. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my little bit of weird. My team, I recently turned 40, and my team got me a book on growing giant pumpkins with the inscription of Follow Your Dreams, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty great. It's but, awful. like, my neighbors, the, my neighbors have a granddaughter who comes to stay with them during the summer, and every morning she goes for a walk, and they have to walk by the pumpkin patch to see. That's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. See, I get my hair cut in Peterburg. You so do. now I'm like, where come this, on by. Where is this pumpkin at? I'm not giving directions <laughs> on the podcast. I get it. I for get you, it. Joe. Yeah, my okay. neighbor is the. Uh, is the general manager at Channel 4 in Milwaukee. And he's oh, like, okay. dude, if you are in this regatta, I am bringing a crew. Oh, and yes. And we're throwing this whole thing down. <laughs> we're going to have to get that clip because you're going to be in the regatta this year. I hope so, man. We Regardless. Have we have we high talked, The pumpkin gets a name every year. <gasps> oh. What is the pumpkin name? So because I failed five times, um, this pumpkin – so I've, I've done – Traditionally, Phoenix. I've done – so I had like – La Pumpkin Mas Macho, which I'm sure your Spanish-speaking listeners will tell me that is not correct Spanish grammar <laughs> for the most macho pumpkin, Sounded but that's what I was great. trying for. Okay. Last year, we had the Great American Pumpkin. We uh, had Der Grosse Kürbis, which is the giant pumpkin in German. Oh, boy. Um, this year, I just tried to go pretty simple. Uh, after five failed attempts, this year's pumpkin is named after my favorite character on the hit TV show, Blossom. For those of you who are old enough mm. to remember Blossom, it's just known simply as Six. Six. Yep. Oh, the quirky best friend. The quirky best friend. I thought you'd name the pumpkin Tiny or something to, you know, yeah. that whole, Mm-mm. what is that called? Reverse psychology? Yeah. This is my buddy Tiny. <laughs> hey. What's up? We got six. I'm Tiny. Six. So six, six, is in the, six is in the three plant stage. Uh, we should be setting fruit sometime late July, early August, and that's when it's really on. This is awesome. We are looking forward to seeing photos. Yeah. Sure. And Does the podcast have a website? Trophy, yes. It, it will. Okay. It'll it's have a blog and a website. construction right now. Yep. But Great. By the time this is out, everything should be up and running. So, ladies and gentlemen, please go to it. It's called thejohnsvillepodcast.com. I have written the pumpkin into my PDC, so anybody oh, who would like phenomenal. updates can, nice. can check my personal development community. It's one of the big rocks I'm trying to move this year. I love it. We made all the commercials, so now I need a, yeah, no, I I need a different big rock to you move. You won so. all the awards, you good. So it's a, it's a giant not. pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, Joe mine Kenny. is the podcast, so you know, Great. I've got that. That is awesome. Yeah, cool. I don't, I don't know what my big rocks are right now. Who else is on the list? Who else is who? Are, who are coming attractions on the podcast? Uh, Jonathan Pleitner is coming up. Uh, we're recording, and I, I always like to be straight with people. We're we're deep in the throes it's of the June right now. It's June twenty seventh. So, and by the time all these come out, it'll be August. August yeah. But um, yeah, we've got Jonathan Pleitner next week, and then I. I know that there is a bunch on the yeah, list. Yeah, like I'm Mark Polensky. We're actually going to go out to his property and actually. I was unaware of this. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I guess I told Jeff. Sorry. Oh, that's great. We had a production Good meeting without know. you. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing some on-site interviews as well. They won't all just take place at Johnsonville. Well, if you, we get to August and you need a, an on-site pumpkin follow-up. Oh, we would love that. Oh, we're probably going we to do that. Yeah. We can do Even that. if it's just like a 15-minute, you know. We're on site here at uh, Jamie's Plot. Do you have a, a name of you know the your garden? Pad? Do you the oh, pumpkin, the pumpkin oh, okay. patch? The pumpkin maybe maybe the, that needs a name. The, maybe that's the problem. The Schmelzer <laughs> pumpkin patch. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, good luck. I'm excited. To see I'm excited to listen to Pleitner. That dude runs He's like a goofy fifty guy. miles at one yeah. time. Uh huh. I did a commercial with them last year. It's a lot I of fun. know. Mm-hmm. We put some of those on Facebook a little earlier. This I week. Just, they keep popping I up. One of those. You guys yeah. were fighting it out on the pre-boil, mm-hmm. post-boil, hey, and then hot tub Bob thing. Warwick just comes out of nowhere. Hey guys, this argument's been going on as long as I've been around. <laughs> that <laughs> nice. dude wrestled a bear. Bob can say whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, and he was a Green Bay Packer. Come on. Yeah. So you're gonna have him on at some point. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good. Yeah, all in Looking due time. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So. Okay. But thank you as always. Yeah. Uh, for hanging out with us yeah. and giving us this opportunity, um, coming on out, talking about your pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to pumpkin updates. updates. Yeah. So yeah. look, we need to stay away from aphids. We need to stay away from powdery mildew. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We need to stay yeah. away from animals. All right. There's a lot that can go wrong yeah. here. Do you have a fence I didn't even it? think about critter control. No, I use this repellent spray that <laughs> yeah, like more, smells like. Worse stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you... Uh, if you get a drop of this spray I use on your clothes, it's like just burn your outfit. <laughs> oh, no. But it works. It's keeping the animals away so far. We had a little early aphid situation, but we got that resolved. Um, powdery mildew is a really bad one. Okay. So these are the well. things I lay awake at night thinking about. That's not a bad thing to lay awake at yeah, night. Yeah, let's be honest about. here. That and sausage volume. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Are we selling enough sausage? And do I have powdery mildew? <laughs> these are the these are the things that Got keep us awake. That's called work life balance, that's, right there. That is work. That means my kids and my family are healthy and happy. So yes, that's, that's, so that's true. good. That's a big that deal. Is true. That's good. Cool. This is Jamie Schmelzer, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.